Welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, where it's not too late to shine. We bring you transformative information for small business owners, entrepreneurial insight, wisdom, and secrets to aid you to be seen, be heard, and get paid, to catapult your life to more impact, success, and freedom. Now, please welcome your host, the platform builder herself, Dr. Renee Sunday. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. Yeah, you know I got plenty of energy, <laughs> but I love it. I love what I do, so, you know, it always come out, you know. I'm your host. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, and I am the platform builder. So what we do here, we bring you information, right? We want to educate you, but we want to actually have that information that we can make wise decisions, right? You want to have a happier version of yourself. That's what I like to say, okay? But anyway, I, you know what I do. I help you identify your purpose if you're not aware. And then we build a platform to be seen, be heard, and you know the rest. Get paid. It's honorable to get paid because if you actually are getting paid, you can actually help somebody else, right? Yeah, that's our goal. So we want to stop for a minute and say thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting us and believing in us and all the things that we do. You're downloading our podcast on iTunes. You're over on YouTube. You're on our website. You're on social media. You're everywhere. Yeah, we'll be on TikTok very soon, okay? <laughs> I know that the millennials are here, okay? <laughs> but we just love you, and thank you for loving us and believing in us, okay? But we got to get this started because we got a powerhouse in today, okay? we got a powerhouse, powerhouse. Uh, we actually have the Compassion Fatigue Lady, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again a little slower. The Compassion Fatigue Lady. She's going to explain it all to us about what it's all about. But uh, And I'm going to let her, if she want to actually say her real name, we'll see in a minute, okay? But that's what we're going to say for now, right? But she is a licensed clinical social worker. She's a certified, now catch this now, certified clinical trauma professional. I love that. And also compassion fatigue specialist. We need all that because I... I'm I'm listening. I'm gonna take notes and all this and go back and listen because that fatigue. I'm compassion, but I want that. I want to get that fatigue out the way. Okay, she's an adjunct professor, award-winning entrepreneur, and author. She also runs a pot. You know what? She she she. Me and her get along real good. She private practice, <laughs> but she also uh, yeah counselor <laughs> services. And she also uh, dedicates her efforts to the vitamin C healing uh, organization designed to promote life balance. I love it. Satisfaction and fulfillment among those throughout the helping uh, profession and beyond. Because you know what? We don't treat ourselves right sometimes, so she's going to get us straight. You know, the thing that I love that she's doing that she's going to talk to, and I'm not going to feel, I'm going to let her tell us about her uh, major novel annual event that that's coming up, I'm going to let her introduce that in her own way. Because it's something special when you have brought a baby to life. Now, you guys know when you actually have been divinely, something comes downloaded, and then you actually see it come to pass. You see it in the tangible. You just want to cry, right? <laughs> but we want to welcome, welcome to the Dr. Renee Sunday, the phenomenal world changer herself. The Compassion Fatigue Lady. Are you there? I am here. Thank you for that wonderful edification. You make me sound good. 
<laughs> you are amazing. You are amazing. <laughs> well, so tell us, you know, I only tip the iceberg and the amazing things that you do. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and the amazing things that you, I mean, she's truly impacting the world. Well, thank you. Well, let me just start by saying my name, Sharice Nance, is my name. I know some people refer to me as a compassion fatigue lady, but Sharice Nance is my name. And I was born and raised in Pennsylvania, right here in western Pennsylvania. And um, I have been in the helping profession. It's been about 20 or 21 years now. So I started doing this work when I was in college and have been doing it about half my life now. I can't believe I'm saying that out of my life, out of my mouth. And um, this work, I got into this profession like many of my colleagues because initially I just wanted to help. I wanted to help kids. I wanted to build communities. And as I evolved in this work, I just started to see a trend of – of systems, of systems, and I'll, I'll say it, that that can be toxic and that were breaking down a lot of families where people were feeling disempowered, they were feeling discouraged, they didn't always feel like they were getting their needs met, and that inspired my business partner, Tess Kenny and I to create our private counseling practice, hand-in-hand counseling services, and we've been in business, it will be seven years in November, and we were able to leave our full-time jobs in 2017 to build that into a now group practice. And during that time, um, as we were building it, I was still working full-time. I was a full-time employee working as a social worker in the field, building a part-time private practice. At that time, planning a wedding, I was exercising five or six times a week, and I was writing a book. And I was exhausted. I was having a hard time balancing it all. And it was beyond exhaustion. I started feeling fatigued and just burnt out and overwhelmed. And I thought, you know, maybe I'll take some time off from work and get a massage, bubble bath. And those things were great, but my symptoms were not going away. I started feeling guilty about not wanting to meet with clients, about not wanting to go to work, about I started getting physically sick and getting anxiety when I had to get on a conference call for work. And that's not normal. I know a lot of times in this profession, people want to normalize that and say, oh, well, that just comes along with the type of work you do. No, we're not going to normalize that. So I already knew about the concept of compassion fatigue, even though when I was in graduate school and undergraduate, they didn't talk about it. However, I'm glad that people are talking about it more and more. But about five or six years ago when I started studying it and doing some research on it and investing in it, I thought if I'm experiencing these symptoms how many of me are out there experiencing these symptoms? And my husband was like, what if you wrote a book about that? And I'm like, hey, that's actually a great idea. So I wrote a book and then started thinking about workshops, and that's when the compassion fatigue concept, when helping hurts workshops and book, the second book from the compassion fatigue topic was born, and here we are. Mm, isn't that amazing? Isn't that it? You can, can you hear me, Sharnice? You can hear me well? 
I can hear you well. Yeah. Oh, great, great, great. Yes, um, that's amazing. I, I want to step back a minute because you 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 unpack some of the things you said because you said, uh, look, I hope y'all getting this, okay? Right. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. In the fatigue that you were saying, can you kind of give us some some more unpack that a little bit more of actually how you felt at that time? Uh, were you able to eat? Were you able to concentrate? Was your attention span? Because a lot of people, you know, just driving up and down, the, you know, we just, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes when I come home from work, I just got to go to bed. Or was mm-hmm. it, or did it get to a point that it was every day that you had this this feeling? And, and, and so kind of help us to understand when you mm-hmm. say the compassion fatigue, what we you know, because we may be in that boat right now that we need to call you right after we get out this session. <laughs> right. Right. No, you're right. I'm glad you asked that. I'll talk about the, the signs and symptoms of it, but what I was feeling to answer your question, I was experiencing that nearly every day where I would be mentally and physically exhausted. There was a lot of apathy. I almost felt like cynicism was starting to set in, and that's not who I am. I loved what I did, and I began to feel guilty because I was questioning if I even still wanted to do this work because it was taking such a toll on me. Um, And then I would start minimizing it. Oh, well, it's not really that bad, and maybe I'm just making too much out of this. And then sometimes I would feel irritated, and then I would have a hard time concentrating and being in the moment. And I know a lot of those symptoms may sound like depression and anxiety, but they're not. You know, I'm, I, I know the difference, and the difference, the difference is it's, it's, it's so hard because they do overlap. But um, the difference is with compassion fatigue, there's not medication that can treat compassion fatigue. With compassion fatigue, the research is saying that intentional self-care strategies, like evidence-based strategies, um, trauma-informed grounding techniques really help with compassion fatigue, and those are some of the techniques that I teach in my workshops. So just being more intentional about your self-care every day, not waiting until, oh, you know, I'm going to take a self-care day. No, we got to find non-negotiable self-care activities to implement at least one time a day. We have to make sure that we are closing that stress cycle because we experience stress every day, maybe every moment, depending on what type of work you do, you know, social workers, mental health therapists, doctors, nurses, policemen, EMT workers, people who are on the front lines, you are absorbing a lot of pain, suffering, and trauma. So you're carrying around other people's pain and suffering. So it is imperative that you find a way to release as much as you can throughout the day. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, just driving up and down the street is very stressful. On the yeah, interstate. And yeah. And now you actually have to go to work. So that, that right. that's a layer upon layer. And and, and, and and ladies and gentlemen, I have to be transparent. When I was younger, ooh, I used to drive so fast. Oh, Jesus. I probably been mm-hmm. one of the people that people, uh, you know, you're talking about, why are they doing that? But as I get older, you know, I have gotten older, uh, I'm there at peace. I think I'm in the right lane 99% of the time and let people just do mm-hmm. what they want to do. But the point that I'm trying to say, Trinice, uh, is that's why we have so much going on on the interstate. 
uh, you know, because people are stressed, they fatigue, and don't start saying, you know, of course they're not giving enough sleep because a lot of people commute back and forth, so they have to have that leeway time in there to be, you know, to be at work. So we actually right. have to do what you say. We have to, we need to contact you. We have to have, and that, I, I, I want to highlight that word you said, that phrase said, non-negotiable self-care tactics. Talk about that, because, of course, that can be different for for different people, right? Right, right. You know, so I don't want to say too much about that because that's something that, you know, I would love for people to come to the workshops. But when you – and I I talk about this in my live videos as well that I do on Facebook maybe a few times a year. When you think about a non-negotiable, like you said, it's going to be unique to everyone but think about something that you can incorporate in your daily regimen that you are going to do no matter what happens in life. A common, um, and I'm going to say reason, that people give is they don't have time. Well, I read something about meditation. If you say you don't have time for meditation, then that means you need to do more of it. So if you don't have time for 10 minutes of non-negotiable self-care, then you probably do need to do more with it. And I wouldn't be surprised if the person who says they don't have time is, you know, overwhelmed and overbooked and, you know, they're busy and they're irritated and they're feeling guilty about things because they are on overload. Mm. Girl, you said, Lord have mercy. I love it. Well, let's move a little further because you said something that was so powerful that you do uh, do workshops, you've written a, a, a book about it. Kind of expand a little bit on that, and and uh, uh, do you do tours with it, or is it in actually in Pittsburgh? Because really, something of this that's gonna change your life. You need to get on a, mm-hmm. a bus, train, or whatever high kind of way to get there. The next time you have a workshop, and of course, get your material, uh, your publication, so we can start working on some stuff. You know, like today. oh, absolutely, okay. <laughs> no, absolutely. So. I do a lot of lab workshops in in Pittsburgh and and on up and down the East Coast. I have done workshops on compassion fatigue and on burnout for entrepreneurs because I am an entrepreneur and burnout is different from compassion fatigue. Burnout can apply to any anyone and burnout is usually a result of um toxic systems. It can re, it can be the executive or the entrepreneur or the leader who is just overlooked and overbooked, overloaded and busy, whereas compassion fatigue is reserved for those helping professionals who are helping people who are in trauma, suffering, and pain. Now, the lab workshops, again, you know, I do those in Pittsburgh, up and down the East Coast. I do travel. We are working on um, – getting our online courses up and going again. So we are hopeful that those will be up and going by September 1st at the very latest. So look out for that. And I do have a lot of information on my books and on compassion fatigue at www.vitaminchealing.com. And if you follow me on Facebook, Sharice Nance, my name, I post a lot of things. You can always get on our mailing list, and you could do that by going to my website. Mm, see there, get that, ladies and gentlemen. So now we want to hear, please tell us the um, amazing 
project and, and life changing event, you know? That's what I it's mm-hmm. life changing experience. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Love coming up. So tell us about the amazing, amazing inaugural event that you have going on. Right. So the Social Worker Appreciation of Greatness Awards. So the Social Worker Appreciation Awards Appreciation of Greatness Awards, also known as SWAG, I'll give you uh, the history of it. So it was created around this time last year during Black History Month. I just came up with the idea, what if I just posted on social media recognizing all of the black social, all of the black social workers who paved the way for the social workers today. So every day I would just pick a social worker, obviously did research on him or her and would post their bio and their photo on social media. And they got a, a great response. People really enjoyed it and learned a lot. And then around this time, near the end of the month, I said, ooh, what if I honored my fellow social workers just by honoring one social worker a day in March, and March is special because March is National Social Work Month, I can honor someone different every day. Well, how would we select these social workers? Well, I would reach out to community leaders, organizations, and just ask them a couple questions about who they believe is a social worker who embodies the core values of social work, you know, integrity, social justice, um, determination, inherent dignity of of um, of dignity and worth of the person. There are six core values. I can't remember them all offhand right now, but just asking them about the social workers who embody those six core core values, and we really got a, a good response. I think we came up with about 25. And so I remember talking with my cousin, Taeyon Mitchell, who's an excellent marketer and business person. He's, and then we talked about what if you made this a bigger platform where you actually had an awards ceremony. I'm like, wow, you know, that's actually a great idea. And, uh, and the, you, the way I am is I like to take action right away. And that has been like my best and worst quality because I take action, but sometimes I take it so fast that things just um, fall apart. So people who know me really well sometimes joke about that. But I knew if we were going to put together a quality award ceremony for my colleagues, I wanted it to be done right. So I knew it would take Mm -hmm. at least a year, you know, just with my experience with events. So we did that online, and then we had an intimate gathering at a, a hotel right here in Pittsburgh. It was a happy hour where we um, we treated them to appetizers, and we got to know each other. I presented them with certificates, and from that, one of the social workers suggested that I start a um, social work group for Pittsburgh social workers, and I'm thinking, like, that's a great idea. And then another part of me is like, oh, my God, another – so another Facebook group that I have to manage, but it's a good thing because we, we've actually, I, I didn't even know that there were hundreds of social workers in Pittsburgh. So it's been really good for getting to know all the other social workers out there. So as far as swag, so after that gathering, I'm like, yeah, we do have to build on this. So I, I'm thinking about this award ceremony 
and I'm excited and I'm nervous and I'm talking to my husband about it. I'm like, what would we call it? And he has a very creative mind, and he's like, the Swag Awards. I'm like, the Swag Awards? And he's like, yeah, Social Worker Appreciation of Greatness. I'm like, wow, that's huge. And it just hit me. I'm like, that's it. Yeah, I'm like, that's it. that's, That's what it's called. You know, it's called the Swag Awards. So from there, you know, just took it and ran with it. I got some great advice from a good friend. Her name is Deanna. She probably won't like that I said her name, but, you know, I I really appreciate the people who have um, been supportive and shared their ideas and their vision to help push this forward. And she said, please don't do this alone. Make sure you get a committee. You know, this is too big of a project for you to just try to take this all on by yourself, you know. And that's what I did. I took her advice, and I'm glad I did. You know, I got an amazing committee of about six or seven women who are, they're great. They're in this in this profession, and they dedicate their time. They volunteer their time, their, their ideas, their efforts, their energy. And, you know, I, I couldn't have done this without all of them. And we had our first meeting, like, end of April, and it, it just came together. And I'm glad that we started a year ago because here we are, um, February 2020, and about three weeks ago, the event was sold out. And really, we just started advertising the event early January because that's when we, we officially announced the awardees the first or second week of January 2020. And by the, I would say, maybe before Valentine's Day, the event was sold out. And I'll tell you, like, I I just couldn't believe it. Like, wow, this event really sold out. Just something that started out as an idea became a sold-out event. And when I was putting this together, I was afraid. You know, when we were looking at the venues, I'm like, oh, we're going to get a venue for 125 people. And my husband's like, really, 125 people? And I'm like, yeah, you know, because I don't want it to get too big because what if people don't show up? And he's like, yeah, okay. And here we are. We could have easily doubled that. And thank God the venue that we're having it at was able to accommodate more space because the tickets started going really fast, especially with these awardees. I mean, this lineup is just like a phenomenal lineup. I know probably most of the awardees personally, so they all bring amazing things to the table. So, if I would have been thinking clearly instead of my fear gotten away, instead of letting my fear get in the way, I would have been thinking if each of these awardees has eight guests come, which is a table, we're we're easily going to get to 160 people. But I was, you know, I was leading with fear. But it's a learning experience. No, that's it's okay. The, it's, it's the a first, learning, girl. I can tell right, you it's, about the It's the first event. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you know that's you know that's year, how you don't it, know yeah. the double it next year. You don't know the double it or even triple right. it next year. Right. You know? So I'm just yeah. thankful that the venue was able to open it up to accommodate a lot more space. Um, so it wasn't really you know a bit a big deal. I think for me, I was just more amazed, like wow, you know. And I'm just really excited and. Um, just overwhelmed with gratitude that the community is receiving this event and they think this much of the work that social workers do. I'm just, this is, this 
this is what I really, um, this has really been my dream that the work of social workers doesn't go unappreciated because there's been this, this notion that, oh, you get paid to care. That's your job. You're supposed to do that. Yeah, it's our job, you know, and they deserve to be appreciated and celebrated for the work they do. You know, they social workers do some very challenging work. You know, they're like heart doctors. You know, they do a lot of emotional and mental work. You sure do. I I, 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 I can tell you uh, my first experience, actually, uh, in the medical field in general was with a social worker. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I'm like, she just changed the world for me in regards to the medical mm-hmm. field. And then on a personal level, as my parents get in their season years, uh, my dad, just to be honest, my dad was in the hospital almost four times this last summer to fall and and had to go to a, you know, a, a assistant living, what, three times. So the social worker knew us by, <laughs> they knew us by mm. name. And I, I, I truly appreciated them because they really was an advocate for the patient and also for the family. And and you mm-hmm. that is priceless, priceless, Shanice. It's priceless. You know, and I want to tell you this because I didn't get a chance to tell you or any of your other amazing fellow colleagues that I've spoken with. The day I received your email, it's the same day that me and my team had said that, um, and hopefully I pray that I'm not putting you on the spot. Uh, it was the same day that we agreed that we were going to actually do a self-care event summit here in Atlanta for healthcare professionals. What kind of summit? It's a healthcare, it's it's, it's actually a healthcare summit because what I went through this summer in the fall with my dad and then I had a car accident, I really realized that you really have to, we as healthcare professionals are really not doing self-care. We're taking care of everybody else, but we really don't know how to per se take care of ourselves. And that same mm-hmm. day I got the email from you on what you were doing, and that really made wow. my heart say that this is what I'm supposed to We need to do this because just to be transparent just a little, uh, my experience with the different healthcare professionals, I could tell by how they voiced things to me as a patient that they were stressed out, they were burnt out, they 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 were going, they were really going, just going. (laughs) Maybe that's a better word. And, and I never, knock on wood, have done that because of anesthesia. I was very blessed. Uh, 20 years now being an anesthesiologist, even in my mm. training, the way things worked out for me that I, every three months I took a week off. And it worked like that in residency and even medical school. So I continued that the whole 20 years that now I've been a board-certified anesthesiologist. And that's what actually have kept me, and you know, sane, if you will, and as I go through life with my family and the things that I have to go through, that I really, truly appreciate self-care. But me and my colleagues, you know, the nurses, the pharmacists, uh, social workers, et cetera, we really mm-hmm. don't take that to home for self-care. So you really gave me a burst of joy 
when that email came and my team showed it to me, and I'm like, that's my confirmation that I'm doing the right thing because someone yeah. else see that we need to appreciate each other because sometimes let's be real, we don't get that. We don't get that. We may not get that from the patients. Can I be honest? Sometimes we may not get that from our supervisor, and sometimes we may not get that at home. But we do appreciate mm-hmm. all the things that the healthcare professionals do. So I didn't mean to put you on the spot with that, but that's actually what happened behind the scenes the same day we received mm. an email of what you were doing. So that's another confirmation for you that you're really on the right track. I, I want to salute you openly to say that you're a wonderful world changer, that you're impacting the world globally. And this is only a uh, this is only a tip of the iceberg of the things that you're going to be doing because you have the heart for it. Uh, you, you you know, and I tell people all the time that you can do stuff kind of with nervousness, but the key, even though you say you may have a little fear, you didn't stop. That's the key that we need to continue on. But I didn't mean to go way off that. I had to give you your, your flowers to let you know that we really appreciate what you're doing, and please, please continue in what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I can talk to you all day and all night, but please tell us um, any last-minute things you want to tell us, and then please tell us how we can connect with you and your practice, you're going to get your publications, and how we can support you on social media as well. Yeah, you can follow me on social media, on Facebook, and on LinkedIn at Sharice Nance, N-A-N-C-E. And if you are a helping professional, and I know that's a vague term, a, a pretty broad term, and what I mean by that is social worker, mental health there, case manager, nurse, doctor, any of those roles, please, and you and you are working for an organization, please reach out to me at Info at vitamin C healing, that's one word, dot com. And I would be happy to come to your organization to facilitate a workshop on compassion fatigue. You know, it's, 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 it's imperative that we identify it and we acknowledge it because that's how we take the, the power away from it. We don't, this, this, this work doesn't have to be doom and gloom. We can do this work and be happy and satisfied and fulfilled, and we can do this work without the guilt. So please reach out to me if you are thinking you're experiencing some symptoms or you're working for an organization or you run for an organ run an organization that would benefit from a compassion fatigue workshop. Info at vitaminchealing.com, and you can also visit my my website. For more resources at www.vitaminchealing.com. Oh, Lord, I love it. I love it. Well, first of all, Shanice, we want to thank you for being in your purpose. And then, secondly, we want to thank you for taking, you know, time out your business schedule to be a guest here on the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. If you need us for anything, please, please do not hesitate to contact us. I won't. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Woo, ladies and gentlemen, I got to play this about seven, eight times like I do all. <laughs> I want to replay because she gave so much amazing information that we, we, you know, you need to listen, but we need to also apply it to our life. And mental health, you know, the little term they love to say, mental health is real. It is real. Reach out to this beautiful young lady. 
you hear her heart that she really want to help. You know, if you miss her information, contact us and we'll give it to you, of course. And, you know, please, please, it's okay to have counsel. It's okay to get help. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. really, it's okay. It's, please, oh, Lord, I'm emotional about it. It's, it's okay. It's okay. And it's not going to be on social media, so don't even worry about all that. Mm-hmm. It's a confidentiality. We take off in the medical field, okay? And we stand by mm-hmm. that. We're really genuine in what we do. But, you know, here at the Dr. Renee Sunday Show, if you want to be a guest on my podcast, if you want to start your own podcast, your own magazine, yeah, you know, you know, they got me on the cover this time. I'm like, ooh, you know, it was really shocking. My team shocked me, and they say, you know, I'm on the cover. <laughs> but anyway, Lord have mercy. But it actually looked good. Can I boast on myself? Okay. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so check that out. Uh, the Good Deeds Magazine, so it's goodbeesmagmag.com. You can get the digital or the uh, print version. And also, finally get that book out. Publish a book because it impacts people. It makes people feel not one, that they're not alone, but the next thing is that also, you know, that they can actually make it step forward. If you take one step, you know what? What that's saying on that Christmas uh, cartoon, soon you'll be walking across the floor, okay? So do that. And you know our website is reneesunday.com. That is R-E-N-E-E Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y.com. Please remember that you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. You're not a mistake. No matter what somebody has said, no matter what they're saying right now, no matter what you said in the past or you're saying right now, you're not a mistake. We all have to do three things. We have to believe, we have to trust, and we have to walk it out. And you know the rest. You got to don't stop. What? You have to get it, get it. And what are we getting? We're getting our purpose and getting our purpose now. This is the Dr. Renee Sunday Show. I love you, love you, love you, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.